Yo, everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I am the host this evening. I'm pretty sure I, I don't know Doug Hummer. Uh, joining me tonight, Brother Daniels here. Hey, everybody, how the hell you doing? Pretty good. Eric's here. What's up? Sharon will chime in when she feels like we fucked up. Hi, guys. <laughs> Which might be in about 30 seconds. Uh, All right. Tonight's topic is going to be... Now, it's not going to be the final countdown, as if uh, the intro suggests. Yeah, it is. Uh, We're not doing it? We're done after this. This is the last episode. Yeah. Uh, But no, we are counting down the top 10 best Big Brother rivalries. Yeah. Or our our favorite, anyway. Yeah. Uh, But... Obviously, before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit of Big Brother this week, mm-hmm. uh, what's been going on, how stupid Kyle is. Uh, actually, not even really stupid, because what he's doing is actually kind of smart. Mm-hmm. He's just more of a backstabbing prick who, uh, you know, basically is choosing a piece of pussy over <laughs> over his friend. Piece of pussy. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kyle's something else, right? Yeah. Uh, is that the first house guest we're going to rate or what? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, he's playing a weird game. Uh, I understand if you don't want to get rid of your showmates, especially if you're boinking or even though it's a, just a cool uh, one pump. Yeah, his mother might not let him back in the house. No. He's the 10 second man. <laughs> he talks about it himself. He's like, Alyssa, I'm just so bad at sex, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, when your mother doesn't even let you watch porn at home, yeah, uh, unless TikTok does porn videos now, I'm not sure. I haven't checked. Uh, but Kyle, he's just playing a weird game. But besides the whole weird cookout shit that's all in his head, uh, he's not really playing a long haul game. I mean, if you were going to keep Alyssa around the whole time, then why'd you push her as a target for three weeks? Because what we didn't really see on the show, but what was happening on the live feeds is he was always saying, let's get Alyssa out this week. Let's get her out. Let's get her out. Because so. he felt, uh, and he didn't want to endanger his game mm-hmm. because she hasn't, re- she didn't release the snatch yet. But now it's, yeah. But, but now, now that he released. got, now that he got a look at her snatch, you know, now it's different. Yeah. Because once you look at it and you're allowed, you know, in it, you really don't want to let it go. <laughs> All right. Moving along. But <laughs> oh, there's a lot of teenage boys that know what I'm talking about. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's The thing is, is it the storyline on the show? You know? Um, yeah. That's it. I mean, they haven't talked about it too much on the edited program. And they've talked about him being horny at an alarming rate, though. In a weird, uh, a weird it's kind of weird for a 30-year-old to be talking like that. About how horny they are? Not like that, yeah. Like, because he acts like a teenager. Him and yeah. Alyssa are exactly like a teenage couple. Yeah. Now, he acts like he's in high school. Like a high school couple. Exactly. Now, the move he made this week was a smart move for the week, and he totally sabotaged my boy, uh, Joseph. But he did what he had to do for him and Alyssa to survive. So for this week, I'm going to give him a six. But I'm only giving him a six because he did save himself for this week, and I think he's going to be good. But 
everybody's looking to take the shot at Kyle next week. I think his long game is very fractured by sailing the leftovers under the river. Because they've even said once they walk through the door and Joseph's not with them, they're not going to trust Kyle anymore, even if he gets everyone to lie, which he said he's going to. Yeah, but it's still a five-on-three advantage. It, because, like, if you think about it, because you know Turner's not going to lie. No. Uh, or at least you would hope not. But you're still looking at you have five other leftovers, and you have, you know, the showmans and Terrence. Terrence is the dumbest, uh, the dumbest fuck in the history of dumb fucks. Yeah. But, I mean, you would have to know that he knows numbers. Uh, although, you know, ne- not necessarily, you know, too much on numbers because bus drivers go to bus stops, not, you know, not houses. So they, but so he doesn't have to read numbers off a house. But anyway, like, he's going to know. He's like, all right, five against three. It's not good if you're the three. So Kyle, you know, yes, he's going to get everybody to lie, but – Terrence, I would trust about as much as I would trust. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't trust him at all. No, I agree with you. The thing is, is uh, DJ Showtime's actually in pretty good position. Uh, did we all rate Kyle or no? I mean, I'm giving I'm giving him I... a seven right now. It's going to drop to a four next week. I'm going to give him a, a six. His ass is going to be on the block. Go ahead, Derek. I'm going to give him a six. Yeah. I, I think he might be fucked, but uh, he's good for this week, so that's all that matters. Uh, but yeah, his long not game, unless he wins HOH. He better hope him or Alyssa win this HOH. Which, to be, to be honest with you, is actually... Like, I actually kind of like this move right now because, like, the leftovers, it's been almost like easy sailing. Amira, uh, Nicole, then Daniel, yeah. uh, Indy. Yeah. So why not have them have a look? Because it'll be easier to root for them now now that they're facing adversity. Yeah. And Kyle yeah. played, I mean, against Joseph's loyalty. Joseph was loyal to the – Leftovers. He got somebody that really liked him out, Indy. Uh, and that's a jury vote for him, you know, and that's somebody that he could have gone far yeah, with. Yeah, but it's again. not a jury vote for Kyle. It's not a jury vote for Kyle. Uh, but Joseph had to get rid of her and had to vote against her and maybe risk that jury vote for the alliance. And he was completely loyal to the leftovers, and it got him evicted this week. And because he pushed the Alyssa thing. But, uh, yeah, Kyle's thinking with his pecker right now, so I'm giving him a six. Uh, you want to do DJ Showtime? Yeah, because right now I'd actually have to say because he is basically – I mean, Joseph right now, and not necessarily Monty, or Monty might be thinking that because, you know, Terrence is the outside HOH. Yeah. But they have to be thinking maybe Taylor was right. And you know, you got to know – that Taylor is going up to Monty saying, what did I tell you? I mean, even though it's very rare for a woman to say, I told you so. <laughs> uh, but let's just say in, like, just, make you know, believe land. Yeah, make believe land. Let's just say that that's happening. Uh, so, I mean, and for all the female viewers, we're going to get a lot of uh, 
hate mail from our female viewers. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. DJ Showtime made a move this week. You can say what you want about him, but Joseph leaving is best for DJ Showtime's game. Yeah. And that's the way it's looking yeah. right now. So, though he executed it. It's not and it's not even the sham move like the Kyle cuz Kyle had to betray and he sailed the leftovers out. Uh, we even forgot to say that, but he fucking sailed the leftovers out, blew up his whole alliance. Terrence was just he he took this information uh, he made a move, and you know he's not in terrible position. Also, because they're everyone's on the Kyle train. I guarantee it. They're gonna want to all Monty wins HOH. Kyle and Alyssa are going on the block. I don't think DJ Showtime even touches the block, and if he does, it's as a punk. Well, and don't forget too, Monty has pretty much mm-hmm. said, "Look, this guy thinks that he's gonna get. We're, we're gonna keep putting his ass on the block, but we're also gonna keep voting out the people he's going against." We're keeping him around until we no longer need him. Yeah, and Terrence is in a position to where he can tell them what they want to hear, too. If they put him on the block, he can go upstairs. By the way, Kyle told me everything about the leftovers. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it might even help him. So, no, I don't think Terrence – I give Terrence a seven this week. I I would actually go seven and a half. I would still go with six. Yeah, I don't think he played ter- – I don't – I mean, the HOH kind of fell into his lap, and he got lucky. But he still won an HOH, and he won a veto, so you got to give it to him. But uh, – So yeah, do you exactly. think that uh, whoever picked Monty or, or uh, Joseph or Terrence and Jasmine to go against each other should have picked Turner and Jasmine to go against each other? Well, no, because this is what Michael wanted. You want to go on Michael now? Yeah, because he is playing yeah. – but somebody that's the biggest fucking threat in the house. Yeah. Nobody wants to touch him. It's like he's covered with syphilis. And this twist, and the only thing I don't really like the schoolyard pick is because whoever wins and gets to like start that, it's heavily in their favor. And him and Terrence obviously got to chat a little bit uh, while they were waiting for all this to play out. And he obviously set he he set this up the way he wanted. And he didn't pick Kyle on purpose, so he he didn't have so Kyle could take the shot. Kyle's open to take the shot, and then he could be loyal and, and prove he's loyal this week. Get Jasmine out. Well, didn't he tell tell Kyle he's like if anybody's taking the shot, it's you. Because yeah, they talked about taking they talked about taking the shot, and Michael and Brittany said we're not doing it. Yeah, but I mean, he picked the team smart, so Alyssa and Kyle were over there to take the shot. I mean, Turner had talked about, like, if he gets the opportunity, like, when they're down to seven, he's taking out Taylor, mainly because Taylor's HOH stuck. Yeah. But Taylor's HOH stuck because you had two you had two parasites in her ear. Yeah. And I shouldn't really call Monty and Joseph parasites, but it's just like, if they were to just shut up and let her play her game, yeah, but Alliance, you know, is supposed to help you a little bit. And if you seem like you don't know what you're doing, they're going to take over. And she kept asking them for advice, yeah. you know. And, yeah. you know, she could stood, she kind of stood on the thing she said because allies have been put up before. So, like, when they said something, she could be like, no, and say it with confidence and, and yeah, know, shut them down. Because Turner, again, it would have been a 5-3 vote, right? And Turner still would have been safe. Joseph would have been sent packing, but then also too, you know, she I think secured. 
Well, if you listen to Indy, which it still surprises me that Indy was allowed to do an exit interview with people. Uh, but, you know, she did one. They stuck her in a hotel for like 15 minutes. And then, <laughs> uh, and then basically did, a, did an interview with her. And then, you know, she's off to the jury house now. The summer house. So, uh, but like, I think she had, she said that her, that, that Taylor and Michael have her vote if they make it to the final bill. Yeah. Oh. They, they, Michael or Taylor. That makes sense. And, uh, yeah. yeah, she's all on the Taylor train now out of nowhere, which I don't know where that came from, but good for her. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I like Michael's gameplay, but he's also very ruthlessly in the middle and stirring the pot. And him and Brittany are getting things going, and they're playing the fucking game. They are playing. Uh, they're not playing the most honest, loyal game. Like to me, it's it's a shock that Kyle's like, and that's the only thing that where when people talk about the prejudice and stuff, I kind of have to hear him out because Monty has been nothing but loyal to Kyle from the beginning, post pack, exactly. whatever the fuck. Those two were bros. And, yeah. Ma- and Monty would probably ride with the bro to the final two. And it just, it's seemingly because, you know, uh, of like bias or whatever he's, and Michael's not playing that type of game. Michael's playing i I'm going to fucking do what I can for me and Brittany to succeed right. and throw everybody else in the fire. So the fact that he's just picking, well, he's doing what a super, what, what most super fan house guests do. All right. Cause, and we've seen this play before, yeah. like, He's doing, he's playing an Andy type game. Yeah. Andy from 15. Yeah. But I, I feel like, you know, Andy didn't really, I mean, Andy had allies. Yeah. But he really didn't care about those allies. Michael cares about Brittany enough. He does. To where, like, the two of them are pretty much ride or die. No, yeah, but he's not like he'll snake everybody else though. So that's why it's like Kyle. Why do, you're good, but why does Kyle think that he's the better one to roll with than Monty? And why is he making you know Monty and Taylor suddenly and Terrence all bundling that when clearly Terrence is against everybody and Kyle sees that. So it's just that shit's just kind of frustrating and stupid. But, uh, you know, yeah. when you see it happen, and I kind of worried about this last year, because I kind of worried that, like, people from now on would think, okay, they're, all of them are going to be together. And, unfortunately, yep. there is one person that did. But, you know, it is what it is. And he's wrong. That's the only thing. He's wrong. Like, yeah. massively wrong. Like, the whole time, everyone's been targeting each other. You know, fucking Amira was going after Taylor. Taylor didn't like Amira. Nicole didn't like Taylor. Terrence didn't like Taylor. Monty fucking organized everything against Taylor at first. They're cool now, but, like, colors never really been... I mean, they like, everyone's attacking each other. It hasn't been based on any racial preference. See, what I, what I like yeah. is Monty realized the error of his ways. He, had, he apologized. Yeah. It sounded like a... Uh, honest apology when you have the three assholes uh, who you know fucking started this whole thing on poor Taylor you know Paloma, Nicole and Daniel who still think they've done nothing wrong and who have all deactivated 
their Twitter accounts or, you know, made it to where like they can't see when somebody tries to point out, no, you're the three biggest pieces of shit on the face of the earth and <laughs> Satan's going to barbecue your fucking asses when you all die and God sends you to hell. Uh, but uh, yeah, which player were we? Oh, Michael, does, he did play, uh, he is playing a pretty damn good game. So you got to give him to that. He's playing the middle uh, and he set the teams up so Kyle can take the shot. Terrence can take out Joseph, exactly. and then he can come back and be like, oh, no, why'd they do that? Let's go after Kyle. Because Kyle thinks, oh, Michael and Brittany are going to have our backs, and he's going to be sorely mistaken when he walks in the house, and they're all sitting there with their hands on their hips, and he's on the Michael block. Michael set them up. Yeah, he, Michael set him up. So now he can be the next target. Now Michael's not the target, even though he's got six fucking comp wins out of seven weeks, and, uh, you know, we can keep him moving. So Michael's gameplay, even though the twist kind of set him up for it and he kind of just uh, capitalized, I'm going to give him an eight this week. I'd, I'd agree with that and say eight because he is like – because if you think about it too and the way he set up the teams, and I wondered like if, you know, which four – because I, I figured that like the teams were going to go – it was going to go four and three. Yeah. As far as like the leftovers go, right? Because I didn't think it was just going to be one team of leftovers. Because they're not that stupid. Because then they'd have to take the shot at right. somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I didn't think those four. He, he protected the three that he wanted to protect, though. And then he, like, he set it up beautifully for himself. That where Jasmine's his clear target. Monty's if he gets a little brave throughout the week and wants to take a shot. And, and then he's got his two homegirls that he wants to take to the final three. Yeah. yeah. So he can keep them safe. I mean, but I mean, I love that group, but like, I didn't think that it was going to be that poor. For some reason, I was actually thinking he was going to take Turner. Yeah. On his team, just because like Turner is also kind of like, because if you look at the leftovers. That was Terrence's first pick, though, to be fair. He didn't have much time to select Turner. Oh, he, he picked Turner right away? Yeah. Like Michael picked Jasmine. Uh, Terrence pick Turner. So, like, but, like, if you think about it, like, as far as the leftovers go, Monty and Joseph are kind of like the cool kids. Yeah. And, you know, Taylor and Turner. And I'll say Kyle's kind of like an outcast, too, because 30 years old, living with your mama and doing TikTok videos with her. Yeah. Uh, Like, there, there's nothing cool about that. That's about as cool as letting your mom Snapchat you while you're shaving your junk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I haven't done that one yet. I can't remember who it was. Uh, but, but let's keep this show on the road. What does everybody rate, Michael? Eight. I rate him an eight and a half. <laughs> All right. Let's, but this is your show, damn it. Uh, Joseph. I was just going to say, why the hell? All right, Joseph, I unfortunately have to give a four right now because he's fucked. I'm giving him, yeah, I'm giving him like a two because he's screwed. There, there was yeah. not, all you had to Unless do was... Unless a miracle happened. His back was against Unless the wall. Unless a miracle happened. Yeah. Kyle fucked him over. Uh, as shitty as it is, he got outplayed and he got screwed over. He got the raw end of the deal. And, uh, you know, when Taylor said... 
Terrence is my target. Maybe everybody should have just listened. Yeah. He instead of oh no, him and Monty decided last second. No, Indy, 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 Indy. She fucking was fifth on the wall comp. She's the most dangerous. Well, look where that got you. Now you're going home. Yeah. I Joseph's one of my favorite players in the game, but he kind of did it to himself. He's not that smart. Yeah. No. I mean, you would think for a lawyer, because lawyers actually do pretty decent in the game. He's had good game play, though. The, the asshole that, you know, won last year who wants Big Brother to be out about race from now on, uh, fucking, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Right? And, like, there's been other lawyers, like, in the past. Not, I can't really think of any off the top of my head, but there's been other lawyers in the past who have done, like, very well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Joseph... He played an all right game, and he played a very social game. And if this twist didn't happen, then he'd probably be around for a pretty long time in the game. But he got victim to a twist and and a bad pick, you know. Exactly. We are picked and going. I think we got put on the shitty dodgeball team. Go ahead. I think the only way he could save himself is if if people convince Turner to convince Terrence to to backdoor Kyle. But it's not going to happen. Only, it it kind of reminds not me. Gonna like, no, it's not going to happen. It kind of reminds me, like the whole schoolyard pick thing. If if you guys ever been like at, at the thing uh, where like they're picking, uh, like uh, with the they're picking the dodgeball teams at school or whatever. Yeah. Or like the kickball teams. Cause I remember when I was in elementary school, like they used to do that. They used to have like a game in the morning. And the gym teacher would yell, who gets the next player? And they'd be like, all right, we do. But then they'd see me coming and they're like, oh, no, you got to go over there. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, we don't fucking want Aww. this asshole. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, God. Uh, that's okay. The one that used to do it to me uh, the most is actually dead now. Anyway, so that's all right. Uh, oh. Jesus Christ, brother. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, like it, it, that's just what it kind of it seems like to me though. It's just like, oh God, do we really want him? Yeah. That's the only thing I really don't like about it. Like, I really think it should be like the way they do these picks. I I do think that it should have been done by random draw. It would have been way better. And there yeah. There's some really cool variables. So uh, I, we we got to break Jasmine's gameplay now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I give her about a three, too, because she's cooked. She tried to play her fake social game. I mean, Joseph's an actual good, genuine social game, and hers is a fake talk shit behind you when you leave social game. Now, now, Jasmine has entertained me thoroughly, as I've stated multiple times, and to me, she's one of the best characters on the show, and it's going to be sad to see her go because, I mean, the muffin debate, the fucking limping and shit, the bringing the cane in the pool, the, like, milking her birthday for two weeks. Like, everything about her is entertaining. Well, but. and now, too, like, if somehow something happens and Michael changes his mind tomorrow, next week when she's up on a bus, oh, no, you can't put me up. It's my birthday year. Yeah. So, she's just hilarious. And uh, she's a, she's like a good villain. I don't know. And, and her catchphrases, uh, chicken wing in an air fryer. Have you guys seen the video yet of Monty leading the workout? <laughs> Oh, he's leading a workout. They're all laying on the floor, right? 
yeah. all five of them, and they're doing the, uh, you know, they got the leg spread, and Taylor accidentally kicked Jasmine's foot. Oh, shit. And she's just like, oh, she's like, oh, my God, Jasmine, I'm so sorry. She goes, oh, no, it's fine. It's, it's probably healed by now. And I'm just like, praise the Lord. And that, but then uh, Taylor turned her, uh, her uh, mat around. So, like, uh, and then Monty made a comment. She's like, all right, so you're not going to kick her bad foot now. Now you're just going to let her kick you in the head. Yeah. But it was, it was hilarious seeing the fight. Of course, that's my crutch. Uh, uh, but like seeing the five of them work out, it's just like, if that's not a Richard Simmons workout studio crew, I have no idea what it is. Like, I, I could just imagine like Richard Simmons is fucking leading that crew in a workout session. Yeah. No, that would be Probably. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like, but it, what's funny to me is it seems like that that crew has actually gotten along. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they're sending Jasmine packing. Well, she's the only one that's not part of the leftovers, right? Right. On that team? Yeah. Yes. So that's why she's yeah. through. Yeah. Well, they're giving but that's along. why they all got along, because she does play a fake social game. Yeah. I mean, it was so cute last night watching them all sit, uh, sit around the table eating dinner. It's just like, oh, what a nice Aww. little fucked up family this is. <laughs> but I, again, no, I would give her game a three because yeah, she's cook, she's cooked goose, but she's just, uh, but no, like I, I really liked that group being together. So yeah, like I said, you know, it would have been so much better, I think, for some people had it been a random draw, but that is. That group of five, I think, was the best of the two. I agree. I mean, it helps that they got to yep. stay in the house. Yep. I mean, the other five have to poop on the lawn. <laughs> I mean, it's just a different version of five lots. Yeah. yeah, it pretty much is. And they're making, But it's cool that they play on the Diet Fire Festival and yeah. they're giving them bread and cheese and bologna as a meal. And, uh, yeah. So... And making it work. It was good stuff. Yeah. Uh, who next? Or did, did, did we all rate I Joseph? Did, yeah. You I just gave me a uh, two. Oh, okay. Jazzy. All right. Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa, I'm giving a five right now because she's in a good all right spot and she's not a target or anything, but none of it's at her own gameplay. So she hasn't played the game. She just fucked Kyle. All right. So <laughs> let, me, so let, let me ask this. When they target Kyle, yeah. is she going to fight with her man? Is she going to stand by her man? Or is she going to realize, this asshole's done. See you, bye. Uh, Monty, pull your pants down. I think it's the latter. <laughs> I think it's, it's just the last sentence and a whole paragraph. We'll go a whole paragraph. Yeah, I don't think she's that good. Uh, she's No one's targeting her right now. I, I mean, but she is going to go on the block this week, most likely. So, uh, I don't know. We don't – what if – what if somehow she wins HOH? Then I'll give her an eight. And, but then she decides, okay, uh, 
Kyle, I was using the, you the entire time you were up on the block. Or she does something stupid, stupid like putting Terrence up. Yeah. Because I could see somebody manipulating her because she does not look that bright. <laughs> well, isn't she the one that thought Newark was a country? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she thought Newark was the happiest place on earth. Right. You know uh, who doesn't think the pe- that Newark is the happiest place on earth? People that live in Newark. Right. People who live in Newark. Uh, no, I agree. Uh, do we all get ratings in? Uh, I'll give her a five. Yeah. I'm going I mean, five. The most fun thing to do in Newark, take the train to New York City. Yeah. Uh, we got to go down there and go to Kevin Smith's movie theater that he just bought. Uh, well, I'm kind of busy for like the next couple of days. But... Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Who's next? Uh, Monty. Monty I'm, I'm giving Monty a 7 out of 10. Uh, he stayed. I'm giving him a 7 out of 10. He stayed with his composure. He stayed loyal to the leftovers. And he really did a lot this week in building relationships with Michael, Brittany, and Taylor and kind of cementing a final four. And also, him kind of, even if he's throwing these competitions, it's working out for him because Michael's even considering saying, I'm kicking Monty's ass in all these competitions. Maybe I can take him a little bit farther. So that that's a good spot for Monty. Uh, so he's not being taken as too big of a threat anymore because he hasn't won. He just won one HOH. So he might be in a good position. And uh, him and Taylor have been getting along. Him and Brittany have been getting along. (laughs) And here's the thing. Like, my opinion was, like, very, very low of Monty. Yeah, mine too. But it's gotten higher. And this is actually the second time this week that I've actually changed my opinion about somebody after, you know, Seeing him kind of, you know, in action. Yeah. Uh, so, like, but he's just, it, to me, he seems like he was really fooled by the crazy bitch. Paloma really played him for a fool. Yeah. Uh, and But he realizes he's wrong. Now, I don't think he would take Taylor to a final two. He, I mean, he might now because he didn't have his boy Joseph. Yeah, he's not going to have Joseph around. Yeah, but also... Oh, he might take Turner, though. He might take Turner. He He's loyal to the bros. I don't think Turner's going to be around that long. The thing is, is I can see him and Taylor, maybe him trying to bring her in against Michael and Brittany if they get the Final Four. Right. And him saying, like, yep. that's a duo. Even though Brittany and Taylor have been talking, like, they're going to go to final two. And whoever takes that shot at my Brittany and Taylor have been talking a lot lately. Yeah. So that, that could be a scary duo. But, Monty, I'm going to give a seven. I don't know if his long game is in jeopardy, but I think that since he's been this loyal alliance member to the leftovers and he hasn't ruffled any feathers, he's not in a bad place right now. And you got to remember, too, like, he wasn't necessarily too keen – on putting Taylor, I mean, he want like he wanted to get rid of Nicole, but when Taylor's just like, I don't feel comfortable, Monty's just like, okay. But then you know his hand got forced. But he told Taylor, he said, look, you need to trust me. Yeah, I mean, if Kyle wins HOH, he's gonna get a two. But 
for now, he's a seven. Yeah. Did everyone else go? I'd say seven. Okay. I give him right. the seven. Uh, Turner. Turner's about a – he's not very high right now either because he's just kind of faded into the background. Well, he's not very high because I'm sure they don't let weed in the house. <laughs> so he's only uh, – <laughs> He hasn't been able to play much since his HOH. So uh, this week, I'm I'm just giving him a six. Uh, I mean, he's on the block. They could, if Joseph, you know, convinced them to turn, Turner could easily go home. I mean, Joseph's not going to be able to do that because Kyle's set on him. But Kyle said he doesn't trust Turner, and Turner's with the leftovers. So uh, you never know. Uh, right they now, were boys. They were boys, but still. Kyle doesn't completely trust him. Well, and, and that sucks, too, because Turner basically is st- stuck his neck out for Kyle and said, look, you know, I agree. And he's the one that actually fully agrees with Kyle not wanting to put Alyssa up. Yeah. Like, much of exactly. they, they what, agree. What? What? That's why I'm surprised Turner is the one that Kyle didn't trust him and He's trusting Michael instead of Turner. Well, I mean, Kyle is just—he's proving to be a moron. Yeah, he's making me look like Albert Einstein. <laughs> he's very, stupid. which is very hard to do. It's very hard to do. Uh, hey, hey, Lonnie. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, what do you rate him? Uh, say six. I go six too. I give him five. He's staying in the middle, so why not? So we got so we can get to our topic. And we st- we still have uh the uh, two <laughs> lovely young ladies, uh, Brittany and Taylor. Let's keep going. Uh, Brittany, I think we're giving good content, Sharon. You are, but I thought you had a whole another show to do. No, this is it. You're just ranking the players. I thought you were doing rivalries. We are. Oh yeah. It's on this show, though. Yeah, but you're almost out of time. <laughs> I told you we going at seven would have been a dire situation. Yeah, uh, and we're proving it. So, Brittany. <laughs> I'd actually say, cause she, yeah, she, like we said at the beginning that she is not very bright. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She knows what, the, she's making us look like idiots for, <laughs> for, for doubting her. Yep. I I would actually put put her gameplay at about an eight and a half because she seems like a genius and she actually to be honest with you I would not be surprised if her and Taylor and Michael got to the final three she said fuck you Michael and took Taylor yeah and all girls final two yeah which hasn't technically been done since Jordan or no since Rachel and Portia right. Yeah. That was the last yeah. all-girl final two? I believe so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, Brittany's an eight. All right, who else? Taylor. Taylor's an eight. I give him an eight. I give Brittany an eight, too. Taylor came off a bad HOH, but she's in a good position because of She's Mike. in a good position, but I wouldn't put her gameplay at an eight. I'd, I'd only go a seven for her because I don't think – She's more about good TV, not good gameplay. 
I completely agree. Her gameplay is at about a 3.5. <laughs> but where she's in the game and her success rate and how she's looking for the future, I'm giving an 8. Okay. Yeah, because right now that target is not on her back. Like, we were afraid that the target was going to be on her back. But she has three people that are basically guarding her back like fucking uh, – like she is fucking Miss USA. Right. She's got the bodyguards all around her. Uh, she's getting along with everybody in her group, even Jasmine. God bless you. Thank you. So, like, because the five of them actually look like they're enjoying... Bless you again. The five of them actually look like they're enjoying each other's company. You're good. I saw the top of your head come off. I agree with you, though, about that statement. Though. Not about his head, but... <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, her gameplay hasn't been stellar at all, but because Michael's taking her to the final three and Michael can't fucking lose, I say Ter- Taylor's in a good position. The only way she's not in a good position is if Kyle wins HOH this week, puts her and Monty up on the block, and, you know, Monty wins the veto and things don't work out. That's the only way that she's really in a bad position. Other than that, I think she's in a pretty good place. Yeah. All right. Can I'll we give her a seven, too. Seven or eight? Yep. Uh, seven. Very good. All right. You want to announce what we're doing next? This is your show. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting that. All right. So let's move on to the top ten Big Brother rivalries. Uh, and so we each have our own list. Uh, Daniel and I... Uh, purposely did uh, different ones on the list because we didn't think that we were going to go an hour and a half talking about our <laughs> rankings. Yeah, so we have different lists, but that's okay. So, all right. We do a part two, we do a part two. Fuck it. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my number 10 first. Go ahead. Amanda and Alyssa from 15. Okay. Because you had two yeah. girls who, Amanda felt like she was running the game. She was. And she definitely was. And, like, for some reason, she, she like, targeted Alyssa. I, but I think a lot of people in that season targeted Alyssa once, once they found out who Alyssa's sister was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's, like, which is unfair. It'd be, like, people targeting you or I because of, you know, they have an issue with either you or I. It's happened to me before. It's happened to me before. <laughs> but uh, Alyssa, no, Alyssa, this is a one that was kind of one-sided bullying from Amanda. Alyssa talked a little shit one time about uh, Amanda's swimsuit. Now she looked ugly. But besides that, it was kind of Amanda trying to make Alyssa's life miserable. But Alanda, or Alyssa, you know, she outlasted Amanda. And uh, it was one of those and where she they... she wanted to keep Amanda. Yeah, at the end, she wanted to keep her, so... They had a lot of funny moments because of this rivalry, so it's a good one. But And, like, season 15, too. Season 15, even though technically we're not allowed to talk about it because yeah. there's a couple of blonde-haired racists. Yeah. Like, that season was actually quite funny. Yeah, there were some characters in that season. Yeah. J-U-Double-D. Yeah. That's your service, so. Eric, why don't you give you number 10, you handsome little fella, you? Uh, Zach and Nicole. 
Um, that is I a good one. A, yeah, because um, oh, that speech with Zach um, when he uh, caught her. Uh, what was that? Um, uh, a Fruit Loop Dingus. That was the birth of the Fruit Loop. Yep. She was dressed up as uh, a yodeler or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And I thought this was a kind of a cute rivalry. I thought maybe Zach had a little crush on her. But yeah, I, I mean, he came out of the No, it was a really good rivalry. Uh, you know, he's actually considered one of the most beloved Big Brother house guests of all time. I believe it. He was my favorite of that season. I thought he was fucking hilarious. I yeah. loved him. Uh, between his, like, kind of bromance, showmance with Frankie... Oh, yeah. To uh, calling Nicole a Fruit Loop dingus and her crying and laughing about it at the same time. Like, Zach was good shit. And I don't think her and Nicole, like, he he wanted to be a villain so bad, but I think he really was a good guy. And I think that showed. And everyone kind of liked him, too. You know? I mean, they bought him a exactly. pink man after he stole Victoria's, and Victoria's like, fuck you, I'm destroying it. Yeah, when he got evicted and was throwing the confetti and stuff, it was very funny. So, no, I like Zach. Uh, and him and Nicole was, was a very good rivalry. All right, your turn. Didn't last very long, but it was very good. Uh, I'm going to go. Hear me out, Doug. All right? I'm going to go with somebody very special. I'm going with Keisha and April from season 10. Because these two Ooh. ladies did not like each other. And there's another rivalry from season 10 yeah. I'm going to get to later. But uh, those two girls... Uh, they were not fans. April was just a stuck up. She was the one that was banging Ollie. Uh, she just thought she was better than everybody because she could win some competitions and stuff. And she would always act like fake and mean to Keisha. They were like working together at first, and then Keisha was like, fuck you. And the whole, like, the infamous Keisha's birthday, which the house guests mimicked this year for Michael's birthday. But remember when they were singing her happy birthday, Eric? It was like the lamest version. They were all pissed off. Yeah, that was her yelling in April and shit. So, and Keisha came back in twenty. All-stars. Yeah, for all stars. Didn't she last long, but convicted. yeah, yeah, she didn't do good at all stars. But in season uh, ten, she lasted the final four. So she got April out. Yeah, yep. and then uh like when turned on her, and that was a whole because that video that I think you and I both watched, like I watched it and then you watched it of the most heartbreaking evictions. Yeah. She was like, it was it 10 or five. I think it was five, right? Sure. Uh, but like that actually capped off the list because everybody thought, and to be honest with you, I don't even really remember Keisha that much. No, she was good on season 10. I, it was heartbreaking when Memphis and Dan told her that she had to go and she was upset, but yeah, they, she was hot. They evicted the hot blonde over the guy that could have dropped dead at any minute. <laughs> Jerry's still kicking. Uh, but I see what you're saying. What's your number nine? Turner and Jasmine. I mean, that's the whole inspiration <laughs> of doing this list. Uh, Which, by the way, you told me to put this one on here. Well, yeah, it was my that, that's because it's infamous already. 
He keeps taking her muffin. He makes fun of her catchphrases. Whatever life he's on the show, like whatever Jasmine's doing something fucking stupid, like telling people to name two things they like about her and stuff. Yes. He's always there to look at the camera. Like he's the man of the people that's looking at the cameras. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like he's actually his diary rooms just about Jasmine are almost it. as gold as Brittany Haynes from from Twelve. Yeah. Like her diary rooms, which I actually watched the whole thing on it, you know, last night. Did her, you? her stuff. She was funny. Uh, I'm gonna take my time. <laughs> and I was just like, so I mean, I'm not necessarily that I'm trying to say that uh, Turner is the new Britney. He's definitely not as good looking. Uh, and he doesn't shower as much. But I, I like Turner, and I think he that's a good foil for him. Him and Jasmine, like, it's sad that they don't get to see each other on Jasmine's last week at all. Because those two were a lot of fun in the house this year. It sucks that there's not really a payoff to that. But because uh, from what we know, neither of them are going to see each other when when they get evicted. So, uh, oh, they'll yeah. see each other. Unless somehow Turner gets evicted. If he gets, yeah, but if they both get evicted, they'll see each other. If they both get evicted, they need to make them ride in the limo together. Yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm gonna say that. Like, I can actually see, like, when Jasmine gets, if Jas, Jasmine gets evicted, and then Turner sticks around, Turner goes back in the house and he goes, "Where's Jasmine?" And they'll be like, "Oh, we evicted her." I could see him giving every one of them a kiss. Yeah, be like, "Thank you." I would. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Eric, your nine. My number nine, I, I kind of changed it, but um, Eric and uh, Allison, this rivalry, this rivalry even led into uh, All-Stars. Do you say um, the seven. seasons that they happen? Because I can't even. I... With season four. Okay. Allison and Erica. Okay. And it's probably more of a uh, who's a better looking rivalry. This... Well, you and I have that kind of rivalry too, Eric. Snore. I thought Doug was shit in his pants. Uh, no, this was very good. Uh, I mean, I, I have another one from that season the next, but Allison and Erica, uh, it really was the pretty, the, the two pretty girls going at it. And it was. And they yep. worked together for a lot. Allison was one of the underrated, most underrated, best female players of all time with how she played that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And then they saw each other again in All-Stars, and when Allison, you know, she got taken out early. I had to work with her. Yeah. This is a cheeseburger on there? I mean, Allison wanted to work with her, but Erica said, no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That I was remember that. And then no, yeah, Erica wasn't gonna let it happen. And then Erica voted her out swiftly. So that was kind of the payoff for it. But before that, uh, you know, Allison outplayed her. She outplayed her. She yeah. voted her out, and because uh, she didn't think you know uh, June was as big as a threat, and she was probably right. But June still beat her, so who knows? Uh, you know, it was a good rivalry. Yeah. They didn't argue a whole hell of a lot, at least not until the end, but it was a good rivalry. Allison kind of got it. It was like a high school rivalry. Yeah. Allison was a ruthless player. 
Oh, yeah. Erica yeah, Jane did become a kind uh, of a in season seven. All-Star, right? Yeah, she is. Erica's done very well in this game. Underrated how good she was, too. Yeah. They're both underrated players. Uh, my next pick is, is from that same season, and I actually went with June and G. Because they worked together basically the whole time, but the fact that this poor bastard was stuck in there with his ex-girlfriend, who was naggy as hell, but also all the ultimate floater and cooked for everybody, and G was winning the whole time, and he was with the boys, and they were killing it, and then G made some fatal flaws at the end, like making everybody eat PB&J for the week, and it pissed everybody the fuck off, and then June pointed it out. And then June was the HOH that got him out, correct? I believe so. I'm pretty sure it was her. So that's an underrated feud. It's not really a rivalry, but it is, too, because they were arguing and bickering and bitching and moaning at each other the whole season. And uh, I I thought those two were a fun dynamic, being stuck in there with your ex-girlfriend. And and they worked together, too, so it was a cool rivalry. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. And June's actually one of the people that Rachel's trying to get uh, together for like a BB Legends run, right? Yeah. No, June's classic. She she played really good. <laughs> she didn't have to do shit that she won. Right. Uh, all right, my yep. number eight, Regan and Rachel from season twelve. Regan. Oh. Regan Regan. I have I have her, I have them on my list too. Uh, Good. All right. So these and these two are actually like best friends now, right? I don't know if they're best yeah, they're friends. Yeah, they're good friends. But they are friends. They definitely made up after the show. All right. Yeah. They they need to do like they need to do like a season twelve like tour. Everybody from season twelve because I think everybody from that season, well, except for Matt, because he told everybody his wife was dying. Him and Brittany are still best friends, though. And, well, not best friends, but they, they talk. Matt, Matt and Brittany? Yeah. Matt Hoffman's, like, actually yeah. friends with people. He, Matt's not a bad guy besides that move. <laughs> but uh, it was a bad move. But, but no, like, uh, Reagan and, uh, and Rachel, like, it was just funny when, like, Rachel would go try to tell Reagan stuff, and he'd just be like, Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Well, like, I'll never forget, though, like, when he introduced himself to the house for the first time, and your girl Brittany was just like, once he opened up his mouth, I knew we were going to be best friends for life. Oh. And she said, you know, what he was or whatever, which you can't say now. <laughs> no, I'm, you I'm, can't. I'm, and I, I'm not going to say it out air. Yeah. But, like, now, did they said it in a daring way. Yeah. You know. They still talk, too, right? I believe so. I don't know. Uh, I think she. Keep, they all keep in touch, at least in group chats and stuff, probably. They're, but, probably uh, all ch- they're probably all chatting about how much season 24 sucks. I think it's really good. I mean, well, it is. It's good TV. It's good TV. Uh, but, no, uh, Rachel and Reagan... And that infamous blow-up when she came back because of Pandora's box to torture everybody for the night. 
and Reagan called her waitress and talked about how the only thing real on her is the dimples on her chin. The acne, the dimples. Yeah. And her talking to him saying, like, are you gay? You know, do you think you have to be a bitch just because you're gay and shit like that? And My like, answer would have been, yeah. And just those two were just going at it and... And then, and then they got to the jury house. And you know it's real when they get to the jury house and they're still talking shit. And that's how they were. So Yeah, but then, like, they yep. started getting along, like, towards the Like, they were all kind of getting along, like, when, when Brittany got there. Yeah. Like, they were starting to. But it's just, like, when he admitted that he had, like, a Ph.D. in communications, he's like, all right, I got I to gotta tell you my big secret. And Brendan goes, you're straight? <laughs> When he got to the jury house, Brendan was tolerable. Yeah. And he was always the one, like, when shit went down, he's like, oh, so what are we doing for dinner or something? He always had a one-liner. He's always like, yeah, welcome to the jury house. Yeah, he's one of those guys. But, uh, yeah, the iconic feud. All right, Eric. Um, Russell and Jeff from Eleven. Um, the famous, uh, Russell gave him shit for selling, uh, Technotronics or whatever. Technotronics. And then, and then they had, they just butted heads after that. I mean, they they worked together and then they didn't. And then, uh, yeah. Natalie and Kevin, which I'll say this right now. Kevin looks like the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, you know, I would believe anything he says. Natalie, I wouldn't believe her, even if what she told me is actually happening right in front of my eyes. You'd be like, no bullshit. I'd be like, fuck you. You're a no-good lying fucking bitch. <laughs> Go bend over and let Jesse put it in your ass. <laughs> Jesus. Like, that bitch, like... Jeff is the dumbest motherfucker on the face of the earth for believing that hole. <laughs> I like Natalie. No, she was <laughs> god awful. I like Natalie too. <laughs> I thought she was a good player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff, no, I know you're already thinking of an insult. Calm down. I was uh, just gonna say. I, well, first of all, like I already know Eric's judgment of character is, you know, how low that is, and. Jesus Christ, he's friends with me. Uh, and uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even. I can't even get mad at him. Good. Actually, I could, but you know. All right, I'll get glad again. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was an iconic rivalry. Uh, it was, but like, if they would, if Jeff would have just taken his head out of his ass and cleaned the shit out of his eyes. Yeah, but Russell's going to fuck him over anyway. I still well, don't yeah. think that's a bad move. You had to get him out at some you, point. You had to get him out at some point, but also, too, like, Russell was such a hot... Russell, Russell was such a hothead that, like, he always had 104-degree temperature. Uh, he was just, like, Anything could get him riled up. Yeah. So, like, the fact that, you know, Jeff did what he did, and I understand Jeff having to take the shot because you're running out of people. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, Russell just, 
I don't think they would have gone final two together, but the, that group of four that was there, that was that could have been a good final four. Yeah. But uh, you had to listen. And again, like I would listen to anything Kevin said. No, he did good. Uh, but Jeff and Russell argue, oh, so what? I don't spell good. And him telling, oh, you act like you do WWE? Because he's like, any day of the week, Russell's yelling at him. He's like, I'll knock you the fuck out. And it, it, it was just good arguing. It was the and I was on Jeff's side. I like he, when he came back for thirteen. I thought he was a bit entitled and kind of a douche, and I didn't like him. But here I was all on his side. I was oh, like, he was yeah. a fucking bastard in the jury house. But here I thought he was like the clear hero, and Russell was just a bully. So there's another one on this list. I mean, another one from that scene I should have put on, but I don't know if you guys have it. All right, well, many of you have it. All right, you ready for number seven, Mike? Uh, yep. it's number eight, by the way, I think. Okay. Uh, Danielle and Rachel from season 13. That is really good. But, uh, would you say that like Danielle and Rachel was a real rivalry or do you think it was Danielle and Jeff? I think it was Danielle and Rachel more because they hated each other. Like yeah. when Danielle was HOH twice, she didn't target Jeff. She took out Brendan. Brendan! Twice. She yeah. took that man. And yeah. You took out Rachel's hubby. The 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 only thing she lives for. You put a heart, a dagger through her heart. Yeah, so, and then Danielle and Brendan were actually getting along in the jury house. Yeah. So you know, damn, I, I bet you, uh, Rachel, when she got home and watched the jury house segments on the yeah. television, I'm pretty sure they had to go out and buy a new TV. Oh, yeah, and Brendan had to buy new teeth. <laughs> Uh, no, it was, and that's another tale of two pretty girls. Well, I don't know about pretty, but no, I'm just kidding. Two pretty girls. And, uh, it's also a tale of two of the best competitors of all time. Like female wise. These are both women that like yeah. hold HOH records for their prospective seasons. Not HOH veto. Oh, my bad. Uh, and like Rachel's one of the best competitors of all time. And, and so is, uh, so is what's her name? Danielle. Danielle. Yeah. And, and, Danielle. I think she can be a bit overrated, but her competition ability, she was killer. Strategically, she wasn't really good without her dad. But and strategically, Rachel just kind of would slide by in some areas. But those two hated each other, and they were constantly at each other's throat. No. They did not like each other. They could not work. Not a good other. friend. No, no, no. I don't think so. Are they? Yeah, they, they're, they're both moms. Okay. So they became friends. So, like, do you think had Dick, you know, watch where he put his pecker, uh, do you think that had he not left that season, like, what do you think would have happened with his, with his and Danielle's game? Do you think they would have stuck with the with the veteran alliance? Or do you think Danielle would have just said, fuck them all? And... I think he would have. No, I, I, I don't know. I don't think she plays the same exact. I don't know if she gets with Dom and falls in love and gets married and has kids like she has now, but uh, it, it's hard with what ifs, you know, but, you know, maybe, maybe she would have just stayed to the plan or maybe she would have just pissed her dad off. Portia and Kalia played an awesome game uh, after falling under uh, Danielle's tutelage. Yeah. 
And yep. everyone always used the, oh, you're playing Daniel's game uh, against them. But, like, and they're in the line. to the final two. Daniel was eliminated yeah. in, like, what, the final eight? Yeah. They didn't play anybody else's game. They played their own game. They played the game for Alliance, and they were winning. And that's why those entitled veterans had to talk shit and act like they were better than everybody else when they weren't. Uh, but, you know, she, and Portia and Kalia and Shelly all played underrated games that deserved more recognition than they got. But as far as this rivalry, it was it was two, like, powerhouse alpha female personalities going at it. So... <laughs> Yeah, I had one in my list, too. <laughs> All right, so my number seven. Speaking of uh, a whiny, entitled bitch, I have Josh and Cody from 19. Yes. Josh, being the, whiny, oh, wow, Josh being the whiny, entitled bitch. I like Josh. Oh, my God. Like, I thought for sure, and I was kind of hoping, because at first I didn't like Cody, because I thought he was a dick. But then, then, like, when they they did the deal, and, like, you know, he he disrespected Jess, which I don't think she deserved to be disrespected. Like, she was a kind of bitch, she did. I don't think Jess was innocent by any means of the adventure. Ah, I think she was more innocent than what people think. Um, I think you're fucking full of it. I mean, I, I felt bad for them because they knew they were getting targeted. You had a bigger target in the house than the two of them, but unfortunately, he's a really good puppet master. But or actually, I don't even think you could call him he because I don't think he—he's gender. Uh, I don't think he's gender specific now. I think you have to refer to him as a. Refer, is it they? Yeah. yeah, they are there. Uh, the thing is, is, is as fucked up as Josh and Cody's, you know, feud was, and it got very personal. And he would tell Cody, Cody, or he would tell Josh, Josh, this is personal. I hate you. Uh, you know, and he said, outside of this, I'm going to destroy you and, like, meet me in the parking lot and shit. Like, it got very personal. And Josh is talking shit to him and his girlfriend and pots and pans. Why and would you people. talk shit to a Marine sniper who technically can wait? on the top of a fucking building as you're exiting on finale night, because no longer, like, he doesn't have to worry about getting there. I mean, you could get arrested for killing him. But, like, he can wait on the fucking building and shoot you in the fucking head before you get to cash the check. Yeah. Like, just... Josh, to me, was just... He was overbearing. He was annoying. Uh, I'm pretty sure he probably fancied some fellas. Uh, or at least Paul. Um, Maybe, but he also won the fucking game. Yeah, because and they gave him the money. And Cody gave him the money. Exactly. Because Cody felt Paul was the biggest piece of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, but he, Cody gave him the money. He gave him that one vote he needed. Cody gave it to him. So Josh, you know, Josh did what he did, and he played his game. And that game, loud, aggressive, in-your-face game, it fucking worked. So... And Cody was—he didn't like it, but Cody and Josh—that that was an entertaining feud. And I don't think Cody knew how to handle that somebody of Josh's stature would stand up to him. Yeah, no, he did. I thought he thought think, that he was you know, bitched out. Yeah, and I think Cody thought that he would be intimidated. 
Yeah, because, I mean, Josh is always crying and shit. But in the moment, right. Josh is screaming right back at you. <laughs> the pots and pans. So. Uh, no, Cody, Cody thought he could intimidate everybody, but he couldn't. Uh, all right. Eric, go ahead. Jesse and um, Jess from uh, season 11. Season 11. That's a good one. Um, Jeff used Jeff used uh, famous um, coup de da on uh, on um, Jesse to get him eliminated, which was the right move at the time. But I hated it. But because I thought Jesse probably could have ran through that game and won, but that's not here or there. But yeah, these two were always on opposite sides. They never, uh, Jeff never wanted to work with him. Um, Jesse tried, but didn't work. So they just, they just clashed heads. Had Jesse not protected that other nerd, Ronnie? Yeah. yeah. Which, to be honest with you, like I, I didn't like Ronnie. Yeah. Uh, but. The fact that, like, a jack was protecting, uh, you know, somebody that lives in their mom's basement. Yeah. To me, I thought was kind of, it was kind of cool. And it, it was just like, okay, you know, uh, he's going to get picked on. I've got his back. Uh, well, kind of. Uh, like, I'm not stepping up to Russell and being like, leave him the fuck alone. Uh, but, like, he's just like, look, I'm sticking. He stuck his neck out for... Ronnie, yes, that put him as a target, but I, I don't think he really has any regrets unless they're named Natalie. Yeah. But him and Natalie took the game far, and they would have ran that game. If there was no key coup d'etat, none of that shit, Jesse wins that game probably. Yeah, because Shima was not going, well, Shima was not going anywhere because Russell would have been evicted. Yes. All right, and then... Because Shima lost her whole HOH, which caused her to spiral and fucking... Right, which, I mean, to be honest with you, like, I I don't blame her for for getting upset. I mean, you don't destroy a $250,000 fucking microphone and expect them to just basically say, oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You threw a microphone in a fucking hot tub, which was stupid. Uh, I understand you're upset. Pick up Natalie and throw her in the pool. Yeah, you know, it could have worked out. You don't know if you were for sure going home. I mean, and, and preferably, you know, after you throw a plugged-in toaster in the pool, then throw Natalie in there. But uh, That was a really good season. And Jeff and uh, Jesse was a very low-key feud because they never argued, really. Or talk they never they had – I don't think they ever had, like, a personal – I mean, no. they did, I think, when they got to the jury house because they made fun of Jeff for oh, yeah, a little bit. riding uh, Jordan's coattails, which, to be honest with you, had he not gotten screwed over by uh, Kevin and yeah. Natalie, then they would have – then Jeff probably would have won the game. Yeah, he could have been in a good position, but he, he fucked up. Uh, Je- Jesse was in very good position. The Coupe de Dallas screwed him over. Uh, that was just a gameplay rivalry. They were on different sides of the alliance, yep. and they were steadily taking shots, and they didn't like each other, but they never really talked shit either. They were just kind of making moves against each other. So that's a good one, though. Exactly. Uh, all you. right. You're welcome. I went, uh, who did I go? 
I went Boogie and Janelle. Yeah. They hate each other. They hate each other. Uh, they worked with each other for a little while, kind of, in season seven All-Stars, because Will was messing around with her, and Boogie was messing around with Erica. But then uh, when Janelle kind of caught on to them and got Will out, Boogie was not very happy, and it really pissed him off. So then Boogie won the last HOH, and he told her to get the step, and then she didn't like that or take that very kindly. And then they came back for 14. They were coaches. And then they had the chance to work together. Dan's major plan was for the coaches to work together that season. But they couldn't because Janelle and Boogie couldn't get past the hatred. The the goodbye message that Boogie left her, like, when she got evicted, afterwards she's just like, oh, my God, he's such a loser. Yeah. Because he did the whole, the you know, the whole phone thing and then, which was funny when uh, uh, next week or the week after or whenever when he got evicted, Brit- book, Brit- uh, Brittany did it to him. That was so good. He's just like, ah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, hey, Janelle. Oh, no, Boogie's not here right now. That was so good. Yeah. Uh, Brittany's fucking, like, she's hilarious. She's probably the best diary room session of all time. Well, I mean, Turner, I yeah. think, is trying to. He's good, but he, he doesn't have the same level of sass. Uh, well, because she has that sass on everybody. Yeah. He only has sass towards Jasmine. Yeah. Jasmine really bothers him. Uh, yeah. All right. So my numbers, I think we're on six, right? Yes, Should we sir. get a five with a call it a day? If you want to, you want to uh, resume this next week? Yeah, you down? Yeah. Eric, you down? Um, not. I'm closing next Saturday. Oh, so you can't finish next Saturday. We'd have to do a double Sunday, I guess. Okay. Well, you asked us to do a uh, a double for that. You asked us to do uh, uh Sunday shows for the next two weeks. Remember? Oh yeah. Very good. Oh. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. I'm available next Sunday because I won't. I'll be home. Okay. You will be home. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll go to five. Who's your six? My six is actually. Uh, hold on, I gotta pull it back up. Gina Marie and Candace from Fifteen. And it's a very touchy subject, I think, because. Candace, like, Candace, I don't think, did anything wrong. I think Gina Marie was just a piece of shit. Candace, that poor woman, had to deal with racist, catty bitches. And it sucks. And, you know, from Aaron fucking talking in an accent on her bed and them moving her bed and them calling her Shaniqua. And, you know, it's just, it wasn't a good look. And, I'm glad I, Gina Marie lost her job for a reason. Uh, now, was there, yeah. did Aaron lose her job? Yeah, she never really had one. She's just a privileged little. And she's like a YouTuber now with like 370 something like followers on Instagram, which is hilarious. Yeah, oh, Aaron was like 21 at the time. Thousand, yeah. Oh, thousand. Yeah. I was just going to say only 373, so we're better than her? No. But, uh, 70, yeah, thousands. So she does pretty well, but. 
Like she she was at an agency, a modeling agency, and they dropped her at the time. But and she kind of had that model look too. Like if you watch, and again for some reason I got into watching like the jury out segments of of different seasons. Yeah. And like I saw her like when she came into the jury house, she had the scarf around her neck and she had her sunglasses yeah. and the high heel boots, and it's just like bitch, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, to be honest with you, I actually think Candace was actually more attractive than her. Me too. I mean, I definitely, she's definitely more yeah. attractive than Gina Marie. Yeah. I mean, to be honest yeah. with you, I think her's more attractive than Gina Marie. And it was funny when Aaron was apologizing to Candace, like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Candace didn't give a shit. I mean, they ended up becoming, like, closer in the jury house. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of like production like hey say you like her let's save her reputation a little bit (laughs) but i still can't help but feel sorry for poor judd yeah he said it was like being in a minefield yeah he's just like uh he's like yeah it's in a battle zone he goes well dr will's like is that a good thing or a bad thing he's like it was a battle zone (laughs) oh wait no eric right eric who's your number six for god's sake uh, Paul and Cody. Um, these, this is another one that were on opposite sides. They tried to work together, but it didn't. Unfortunately, it didn't work. When did they um, try Cody to work together? Won- Cody hated Paul. There, there was one week where, um, I think Cody offered to work with him, but I think it was all fake. But. But Cody went after him in week one, the first week, and then it just snowballed from there as well, as we all know. Yeah. He's just – Paul, to me, and I, I watched, like – to me, Paul should have won season 18. Yeah. Okay? Because I felt like he did the best game. And, like, like it's season 18, he wasn't as big of a dick. He should have won season 17. <laughs> Why should he have won season 17 when he wasn't there? Or nine, or he should have won 19 18. and 18. Yeah. He should have won 17, yeah. too. Uh, oh, fuck, Steve. But, like, he just... <laughs> he, he, to me, in 19, he was, just, he was more desperate, I think, to win. I mean, and he had everybody yeah. wrapped around his fingers. He ran the whole fucking show. He should have won. Thank you. Okay. He should have won. All right, go ahead. He no. <laughs> I went with Jerry and Dan. Yeah. Okay. yeah I mean, I was either in between Jerry and Dan or Jerry and Rennie because it was basically like Bop and Mom going at it. Yeah. But uh, uh, Rennie, because Rennie was the old lady that she did not like the way the Colonel talked to everybody. And the, those two bitching at each other was memorable, but I have to go with Dan for the legendary Judas moment. And the the funny thing is, though, too, is that, like, she named him the Colonel. Yeah. So, like, if you really hate somebody that bad, you're not going to give him the nickname the Colonel. You're going to give him – well, the only thing you're going to want to give him is a fucking heart attack. Uh, yeah, her and Jerry had some tough time, but Jerry and Dan – when Dad didn't vote the way Jerry wanted to, it turned all to hell. And Jerry fucking hated it. Like, when his side won HOH and Jerry's like, fuck you guys. Like, Jerry would get very immature for an old man. And it was very fun to watch. And he told Dad, you will always be Judas in my house. 
So he was 75 when that happened, right? Yeah. When that season happened, and that was 2008. Yeah. So we're looking at 14 years later, he's almost at 90. Yeah, he's still alive. Jerry's he's still, still alive. He's good. Yeah. Him and dad are buddies. So. Now, is he in an old folks home pinching the butts of some nurses? I don't know. I haven't checked up on him. But, uh, Isn't it your week? Damn. <laughs> All right. Are we doing one more or no? Go no. on. Oh, we're five do, uh, oh, we already did five. No, you did six. Oh, we did ten through six, which is that oh, okay. we, we named five. <laughs> so uh, so we'll do five through one next week. All right. I yeah. love you guys. Aw. <laughs> I love you, too. Uh, Aww. Aww. And I love all of you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Aww. All right, Doug, do the plugs. But I'm, I'm not cuddling naked with you. That's fine. Uh, all right. Make sure you're listening to Boxman Smart, the wrestling outlet, mixer.com slash wrestling outlet, Wednesdays, 10 15, 10 20 Eastern Time. Uh, then catch them 9 30 p.m. Uh, 9 30 at night. <laughs> uh, Mixer.com slash the Hollywood Hangout. Yeah, this shoe, brother? Uh, yeah, first day with my new tongue. Uh, and then catch us Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time for the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. It's Friday night. We are going to do our movie idea. We're each going to pitch a, uh, a movie about like a certain era or a certain, uh, certain subject, and we're going to cast who we think should play the roles of these different people. I know I am still, I'm torn on like five subjects right now. I know. Right. But like, I'm going to pitch an idea. I'm going to pitch a movie. Daniel's going to pitch a movie. Eric's going to pitch a movie. Uh, Clintus, if he decides he's going to do the show, he's going to pitch a movie. Uh, And uh, so that's going to be fun. I can't wait. That is I good. can't fucking wait. Yeah. We don't need to invite anybody else, right? Because it's yeah. just going to be the four of us doing our thing or. Yeah. No? Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, and we just decided next Sunday will be uh, the next edition of Unscripted Unlimited. Uh, we're going to finish this Big Brother countdown. But usually you can catch us on Unscripted Unlimited Saturday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. BlogTalkRadio.com slash everything unscripted. Uh, tomorrow night, since tonight is Sunday, tomorrow night, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Web Cave, Dangle and Bobby. Uh, you guys are. Re- uh, you didn't want me to lick it, did you? Uh, That's what she said. Uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about House of the Dragon, the and? new Game of Thrones spinoff, and we're going to be talking about She Hawk. And we have another surprise topic that we'll get into. On oh, which is what you guys were talking about earlier, right? No. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. <laughs> and uh, we'll let everybody know the rest later on in the Facebook yeah. group. Join and the WebCave in the Facebook group. Absolutely. Make sure to join the WebCave Facebook group. And should we join the WebCave Facebook group? You know what? I think you should join the Facebook group. <laughs> okay. Make sure you join the WebCave Facebook group. Uh, just don't you, if you're... Uh, Never mind, I'm not even going to try to make the comment. I can't even talk. Uh, <laughs> man, hey, listen to... Make sure to try to... <laughs> Go ahead. So uh, anyway, and then uh, next Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 
Daniel and Mindy with the sad cast, and you guys are doing bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes, we just saw that movie today. It was very good, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Brand new, uh, somewhat horror mystery whodunit flick with Pete Davidson. So check out the stab cast. Is it really a horror movie with Pete Davidson in it? It's not very horror-ish, but it's horror enough to do it on the stab cast. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, I mean, the only way it could be a, that movie, a movie with Pete Davidson could be a horror movie is if you get Nathan Lane and John Lovett to do a sex scene with each other. Uh, All right. Let's go. And then make sure you check out our buddy Sean on Twitch and uh, YouTube with Elite uh, uh, at Elite Diplodoc. Uh I'm not sure if he's – did he have – did Danielle have the baby yet? I think it's today or tomorrow. All right. So he might not be posting anything for the next couple of days. I think he's got a prior commitment. Uh, but uh, so, all right. We're done. Uh, I don't know how to talk. So. All right. We'll see everybody. Night, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. All right. Bye. 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 Uh.